Do you have a great idea, but don't know where to start in creating it? Have you started an idea, but don't know what direction you need to take it in? Karma Comics and our team of creatives can help you take your creation from a simple idea to a masterpiece. Visit www.karmacomics.org and schedule an idea consultation. Let us foster your idea, empower your creativity, and manifest your legacy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Stop. Uh, man, I'm just kind of heartbroken. Some things are so good that it just kind of sucks that they have to come to an end. Um, this is the third part, third and final part of uh, the interview I had with uh, Stephen, the DC guru. Um, and I would say it's probably the best of the three. Um, <laughs> only because... Um, I think that once Steven got back into a corner and realized that there was no way he was going to win the argument, um, he, he just kind of capitulated, you know what I mean? He just yielded and I was able to, um, I hope change his mind with a few things related to DC comics, but, uh, I'm going to let you all be the judge of that. I, I present to you the final, the third and final part of my conversation with, uh, Steven, the DC guru. Well, excuse the fuck out of me, Steven. I thought there was something called like, integrity and hard work and success based on like the love of your friends and family, but I guess I guess money is uh, makes the world go around, huh? I, it does. So, so you're I, saying yeah, that yeah, so I, the I, highest I, grossing movie I, in history I, is the most successful movie in history. So, uh, I mean, based off of the logic that you just gave me, I mean, I should be able to work and work and work, not ever have anything, uh, and look at Aaron and be like, well, at least we're successful because I worked hard. That's not true. What I said we, was, we, I, so working hard was no one money. of the things I said, no but all the rest of the things I said, I think is a better measure of success, which is critical acclaim as far as movies go. So are you saying that because The Departed can't hold up to any of these comic book movies that The Departed isn't it successful? It what? Are you saying The Departed isn't successful because it didn't make any money? The Departed made all kinds of money. It made good money, but it didn't make a billion dollars. So are you saying that this billion dollar no, movie, a, Wonder Woman, is better than The Departed? Excuse me? It's not a summer blockbuster movie. You can't the Departed was a blockbuster movie. No, it was not. It was a blockbuster movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? The Departed was not a blockbuster movie. It absolutely was a blockbuster movie. Absolutely. Before, before comic book movies, blockbusters didn't need to make a lot of money. They didn't need to be... Yes, they did. What are you talking about? You're crazy. You're crazy. Anyway, answer my question. Does she matter to the extended universe because they fired her? So does she matter because maybe a new Justice League's coming? Maybe an Aquaman movie wouldn't make any sense because uh, there's a, a whole bunch of new and fired and a lot of a lot of minutia going on, a lot of ambiguity in the DCEU. Does she matter? Is that why they fired her? Because they're not gonna make anything else in this universe. Despite the, uh, I mean, you just you just said that critical success matters and critical acclaim uh, does matter. Critical. I didn't say critical success. I said critical acclaim. It does matter. 
critical critical acclaim matters, and that's a measurement of success. And, Absolutely. Um, what's what's wrong with what I just said? Oh, well, I mean, you just contradicted yourself. How so? You said that Wonder Woman failed, mm-hmm. and critical acclaim matters. Right. Wonder Woman 1984 so can, is not a critically acclaimed film. But Wonder Woman is. That's because it was unique. No, you can't have it both ways. I can't have it both ways. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. I, I can. <laughs> you can say what you want about these Wonder Woman movies. They suck, okay? And, and let me just bottom line so we can stop bringing up Wonder Woman and, and eating through the time, of the very limited time I'm sure you have, because I have all night. I'm sure you have limited time. I have all You're night. Tired. You have I am all not, night. I am... I am not. I am not going to allow you to disparage. But you have to. Wonder Woman. You have to because both Wonder Woman movies failed. Okay, that's not even me saying it. It's me saying it. What? (laughs) It's not even one hundred percent me. It's ninety nine point nine 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 repeating me. Okay. The one percent is just actual. Anyone who knows anything about movies, anyone who can see common sense in a film would tell you that Wonder Woman 1 did not make any fucking sense. The second one made even less sense. So, if you want to talk about, like, how much money it made, and, you know, you want to talk about the Rotten Tomato score, when they they have Malcolm X at, like, a fucking 72%, if, if you want to talk about that, if that's your measure of, you know, what's good, what's a good movie is, and what a good movie isn't, then you're saying Malcolm X is a good movie, and that's ludicrous, okay? If that's your measurement. Because Malcolm X got snubbed for an Oscar by Scent of a Woman. It has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, whatever that other one you said, Googleplex, whatever, gives it an 88. And that's the greatest movie of all time. So I don't understand what your measures are. But what I'm saying is critical acclaim, actual critical acclaim, is the only measure of success with a, with a movie because money doesn't stand the test of time. Because when Infinity Wars came out, best movie ever made, right? B- based off of how much money it made, Black Panther came out, beat that one, and then Endgame comes and then beats them all. So money is not a good indicator because m- people will go see the movie. DC Comics is a perfect representation of that. People will go see it no matter what. It will make the money, okay? What I'm saying is, critical acclaim is a better success because that stands the test of time. And look at your movie, The Departed, as evidence. Okay, it came out, it was a blockbuster, it did well, but if you want to compare it to any of these comic movies, then by your logic, it, the money doesn't hold up. So it's not as good of a movie as what you're saying. The Departed wasn't a blockbuster. <laughs> I love after my time race, you're like, uh, the sky is blue. Like what? That's not even what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, so what, what happens you, to the DC? What happens to the extended universe? Yeah, oh, 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 you brought it up. You, 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 you opened this. You opened this Pandora's box. Of please, please do. Come at me. Come at me, bro. As at, <laughs> you, you brought up. You, you, you're disparaging all, all of these uh, uh, ratings, right? Um, uh, the Departed has just a. a, a just as high a score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes as Wonder Woman does, but you brought up you brought up Malcolm X mm-hmm. and how it has uh, a less score. Yep, seventy-two percent. So I'm going to assume I'm going to assume that you've seen that movie, Malcolm X. I've seen Malcolm X 
no exaggeration, over 200 times. So, funny enough, I just watched Malcolm X again. For the first time? Um, because, no, not for the first time. Um, you can ask you can ask Aaron about how much I'd grown on about on and on about Malcolm X. He's my favorite historical figure ever. Okay. Um, Obviously, based off your music. Choice. That move. That movie wasn't all that great. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> Denzel Washington's portrayal of oh Malcolm X God. was amazing. But the movie wasn't I'm gonna, I'm gonna all just that say great. this for the safety of our friendship. Let's change subjects. <laughs> Not only are you absolutely wrong, okay? Spike Lee is a directorial genius in this movie. The cinematography, the light, everything about this movie is perfect. And this isn't just opinion, this is just fact absolute fact the movie was so perfect that it ran out of funding and black men of of any consequence in the united states chipped in to, to finish it the history of this movie is perfect the movie itself is perfect everything about the movie is perfect and if you didn't get it if you didn't get why this movie is perfect not even just the message because i'm not even talking about malcolm x in this movie malcolm x is fine uh, Denzel's portrayal of Malcolm X is fine. It, it, it adds into the splendor, the actual magnificence that is this movie. We have to watch it together. You missed all of the Easter eggs. You missed all of the pieces that culminated to his portrayal. You missed all of it if you don't think the movie was that good. Spike Lee put so many, so many nuances in that movie. It's absolutely incredible. For you to say that only just proves the point I'm trying to make with the questions I've been asking you. You like feel-good movies. You don't want you don't want to dive into any of these movies. You don't want to really just rip them apart and get what you can. You don't want to you don't want to tap the bottom of the chip bag with these movies, okay? But if you said Malcolm X isn't that good, <laughs> you you my friend know a lot about a lot, but you don't know about movies because that movie is the one of the only few perfect movies that ever existed. Ever, I, I disagree. That's fine. You can absolutely disagree. And I change the subject, though. And and I and I and I and I guarantee you that I do not like. I, I am not a person that goes out just looking for feel-good movies. Absolutely you not. That is like to fall. pull up at the movie theater maybe 15 minutes before the movie starts. You like to go on the line. Absolutely not. You skip the crowd because you've already purchased your tickets before, so you don't have to wait in the line. You go right to concession. They ask you, "What would you like?" get a couple things, you get your large soda, you get the popcorn, you start eating popcorn on the way to the, the movie, you sit all the way at the top, you want to be directly in the center of the screen, and the movie starts, and you just hear uh, uh, Charlie Brown wah, 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 and you feel, you feel the movie, you're not really paying attention though, you just hear wah, 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 and you see colors, and you enjoy that, and that's okay, <laughs> that's okay, it's just, you know, you just I want you to be honest about it. That's all. <clears throat> all right. So, um, what does it mean for the extended universe? <laughs> you, have oh, say about that? you have anything to say about that? Okay. Um, so, what does that mean? Are they gonna just completely I watch? I can't, I, can't, I can't believe you just shit on the magic of going to a. Uh, I didn't shit on the, the magic. I, the only stock that I, the stock that I had all <laughs> summer, the stock that I had all summer, the only stock that yeah, I had all like, summer was AMC. 
because I care about movie theaters. I do. The, the experience means something to me, but when the movie starts, I can give a fuck where I'm watching. I'm in my own world. I'm in the movie. You don't go in the movies. You go right to the door and you listen with your ear up to the door. You don't go into the movie. You listen to your ear with a glass, with a rocks glass, to your ear, listen to the movie through a door because you're not paying attention. All right. Um, <laughs> I knew this is not even funnest. close to being true. This will be the funnest. I knew this was going to be the funnest phone call I've ever had in my life. <laughs> the, the, I think I think what it, I think what it boils down to what it boils down to is you want to watch a movie that no matter what you're watching is just as good as these brilliant perfections of cinema. And I should. I have every right to feel that way. I think you should feel the same. That's fine. But but you need to admit that. But that's not that's not I'll reality admit. because that's not that's it not is why reality. It should be though. What director, what studio, what producer would ever put money into a movie that they don't want to be the absolute best? When, when they made the Joker, Steven, listen to me. When they made the Joker, I think it was Todd Phillips, right? Who did the Joker? Uh-huh. Okay. When he did the Joker, he wanted to make the absolute best movie he could. 100%. Right. And he, he absolutely did. There's very little flaws with that movie. But he could not do that alone. Todd Phillips would not have been able to make that movie. I know. If he I'm did talking not about, that's why I included everybody. I included all the pieces of the people who want to make the best movie. When you go to a Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds, do you think that those people went in there wanted to make the absolute best movie that they could? No. No. They did not. They did not go in with the intention of making the greatest movie that they could with a character who has a tremendous amount of source material. The reason no, why we're having this co- the reason why we're the- having this conversation is because you are giving DC too many passes. You get no, the too many. You do. You're an enabler. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're enabling them. You're 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 you're. How, how can you how can you criticize things that you've never seen? I can criticize things I haven't seen because I've read about them. No, from who? From other people? From other? From, from other sources? That, from that, a lot that of sources? That, 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 that hate just as much as you hate? Not no, no. These people are optimistic. They go into a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie optimistic. I'm not dumb enough to walk into some stupid shit like that because he doesn't look like Hal Jordan. He doesn't act like Hal Jordan. He's a piece of shit, Ryan Reynolds, and I'm sick of him. He can I play Deadpool. He can play dead. That makes sense because Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. Okay, he's always been Ryan Reynolds, yeah. even if Ryan Reynolds didn't know it. What I'm saying is, I think Ryan Reynolds is. I'm sorry. I do. I like Blake Lively. <laughs> he took my girl. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Anyway, I just think that when you make a movie, is it because he? Is it because he has a six pack? Oh, 100 percent. I have a two pack. Okay, it's right at the top. Underneath my man boobs. Like, he's pretty, huh? He's not that pretty, first off. He's no Pitt. He's no Timothy Chalamet, or Chalamet, whatever you, however you say that shit. I like square chin. He's just like, he's like old school funny. He's like Van Wilder in every movie he's ever been in, and I'm sick of it. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is, when you make a movie, <laughs> when you make a movie, it should be the best movie ever. It should aspire to be the best movie ever, okay? And if you're not doing it, then you're, you're just trying to use a cash grab. And you're just throwing money at them, Steven. You just throw money at them so they keep making shitty movies this because... Is, but this, 
they're about they're measuring success. Right? They're but, measuring success the same way you do by how much money they make. No, no, I'm not measuring by how much money they make. That's what you said. I'm just using it as I'm using it as a vessel to make a point that you that you completely keep losing. I'm sorry, stuff. but did you not now, say you did you now, not say that like, success of a movie is solely based on how much money it makes? That's how they measure. They, that's how they measure commercial success. You didn't say commercial before. I love how you just now you're now it's the you know cat on hot tile on hot tiles of a ceiling backtracking. Okay, uh, here like we what? Go. <laughs> what? Here we go. <laughs> yeah, because they're, 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 they're gonna throw out, they're gonna throw out a, a, a Superman movie, you know, written written produced and starring uh, Stacy Lane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That makes fifteen thousand dollars, right? And, and it costs one hundred and twenty million to make. It only makes fifteen. Costs one hundred and twenty million to make. But you loved it because it was exactly what you wanted it to be. And now you're pissed off that the studio won't give you more money to make your sequel Stop. because you lost them. You lost them one hundred twenty million dollars. Let me tell you what the problem is, and this is why we're having this conversation. They wouldn't let someone like me make a movie because it would be too good. It wouldn't be but commercially really successful. Are, it wouldn't be commercially successful by your standards, and it'd be too accurate to be too good. No, that's where they, that, but that's where Warner has been proven wrong, right? That's what that's what the joke. Would they ever try? Open that door. What? You're saying they were wrong before, and Joker now is starting to make the Joker movie coming out and being as great as it was is going to make all the movies coming out from this point on that good, is what you're saying. So, after what what, what needs what needs to be understood is that the, the the concept of the DCEU as this as this joined thing is is not is not going to continue right no they give it to the highest go. bidder I, I want to make a joker movie and i think it could make this amount of money so they're like oh here and then if somebody could just shit on like the todd phillips did a great job but somebody could have easily shot on the joker and his movie and his oh. image you're missing you're missing the point i'm sorry i'm sorry could you explain it to me you keep screaming at me i'm sorry I think I, I'm louder in my ear. I'm louder in my ear than I admit you. Okay, so I know I feel like I'm yelling, but you just confirmed it. I'm sorry. Is, is this is this what you you're getting all Bill O'Reilly on me now? <laughs> I'm seriously doing a joke. Could you not call me yeah. Fox News guys? <laughs> you bring me on your show. Just scream at me. I yes. You knew that though. I, I, I put it in the email, and the the, leather, the subject of the email is, "Hey, so when am I going to be able to yell at you again?" And you said, "Whenever." I was like, "Okay, perfect." So they they wanted to do the extended universe thing. They wanted to do the they wanted to do the Avengers thing, right? And it didn't work out for them. Mm-hmm. the the whole The whole fact, the whole thing that the Snyder Cut is even coming out is is a non is a non factor at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I think agree. that we're lucky that it's hap- I think that we're lucky that it's happening, but it's not going to change the course of what's going on. What did change the course, though, is that Todd Phillips wanted to make a Joker movie, and he got an actor of the caliber that he did that had as much clout as he did to be like, "We're going to make the movie that we want to make, and you guys are not going to fucking interfere," which opened the door to let Matt Reeves do the same thing, and so we're going to get these smaller films. 
for these characters like we should, right? That are that are going to be these storyteller driven stories, which that's how DC characters should be represented. I agree I don't think you. that I don't think we're ever getting the, that stupid Ezra Miller Flash movie. Um, as much as we can speculate and dream about what it could be, we're not getting that. We'll never get the Black Adam movie. You could, you know, when DC did their their like DC Dome thing, where they where they unveiled a bunch of footage and announcements, you could tell that the the the, the Black Adam was an afterthought. You know, it was it was Rock standing behind a standing in front of a Black Adam poster talking about how great his movie's gonna be. Well, if it's that great, why haven't you shot any of it? Why haven't we? Why haven't you started producing any of it? It's because these smaller budget movies are what DC's going to do. This is the way it's going, and this is the way it should have been. And honestly, Christopher Nolan set that mold already. And they he said no one. Christopher Nolan set that mold in the beginning, and DC wanted to move away from it because they made the same mistake that they made when they hired Joel Schumacher to take over after um, uh, Tim Burton name left Tim Burton, Tim Burton they ran Tim Burton off mm. and they were like well you know this shit's already popular we can sell toys kids like toys and so we got two Batman movies <laughs> just so Warner Brothers could sell toys so I agree with you 100%. I, 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 that kind of leads to the next question. You kind of answered it. I was going to ask you what the future of the DC comic movie movies was going to be. Okay. It's you believe man. you believe that it can come back from the dead. I, on the other hand, do not think so. And let's just even use your example. When I say dead, I mean it's not going to make as much money as Marvel ever. Um, I do think Marvel but will drop the ball. I'm sorry? You said money doesn't matter. I said we're using your model. I'm using your model of success Criti- here. Cr- critical claims worth that, right? right? Right, so the Joker, though it made a lot of money, will go down as the best DC comic movie that it's ever made. See, depending on how these Batman movies do, or, or if they fail, the Joker but, will always still exist as a great movie. That's, that's what success is. Success is the fact that I've seen the Joker like 12 times. Okay, yes, like that's but success. But at the same time, I can't hate on Joker. Joker that's success. Joker proved at the same time that you can do those types of movies. I agree. You can I'm do those low-budget, story, character-driven movies and make an ass ton of money if they're done right. I'm Joker made over a billion dollars. I'm agreeing. It only made like eight hundred million, but like, yeah, I see what you mean, man. Like, I agree. Um, negative. Joker made. Uh, 1.074 million dollars. Million? million dollars. Okay, I was like, well, that's one billion seventy-four million two hundred fifty-one thousand. Okay, yeah, you have. Okay, so you're cheating because it's like you can't bring the calculator of a math test. I'm I'm just talking about critical acclaim, and the Joker gets all of that. So if it made money, that's good. But the fact that they made a, a good ass Joker movie, just a good ass movie in general. That they call the Joker, right? If even if the reveal at the end is him putting on the makeup right before he gets on the stage with uh, Robert De Niro in the movie, and you didn't know it was about the Joker at all, it still would have been a great movie. You know what I'm saying? It still would have been great. Yeah. You understand? And that's what makes I a agree. successful movie, like The Departed, critical acclaim, standing the test of time. 
I saw the Departed two days ago because it's still a great ass movie. Just because you don't like the movies does not mean that certain movies won't stand the test of time. Okay, Wonder Woman one is going to stand the test of time in the DC comic universe when they when they create a whole new smattering of uh, superhero feminine superhero movies heroines heroines. You think Wonder Woman is going to stay at the top of that list? We don't know. They're going to take Wonder Woman, they're going to stuff it under the rug and say, oh, look at this new, uh, more rugged, more accurate Wonder Woman. Hopefully, in the future. And the other one will become obsolete. So, what is the worst thing that DC Comics, the, the cinematic universe, can do? You can't shout things like that at me and then just move on. Uh, I have to move on. Because I know that you're going to say something that's probably going to change my mind, and my mind is not going to be changed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the way I, I mean, feel. I you feel the way you feel. One is just I, I get sobbing I, with information and passion and love for the the comic book, you know, character I herself. And I one is just somebody who likes to go to the movies and eat popcorn and watch the colors and see Steve Trevor uh, try on some uh, some uh, parachute pants and laugh and you know like you want to go there yeah, and... that was 1984 what <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna get into it right now, <laughs> about which Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is which okay what, what I'm saying is you want to go to the movies you want to see you want to have a good chuckle at you know something that is supposed to be very serious you want to watch the movie where the villain can stand in a beam of light and touch quote quote all the people on the planet at one time which makes absolutely no sense and you know and think that it's a good movie uh, you know the reason why i'm moving on is because you know you're kind of alluding to what the dc comics you universe keep putting- what? You keep putting words in my mouth. What I you... never said that 1984 was a good movie. <laughs> I just said that it wasn't a bad movie. You know, like, you like I keep slipping in. <laughs> 1984. Uh, just like, uh, just like you, you, uh, you uh, posted on Facebook. That? You posted on Facebook uh, a while back um, that you had. I think it was something like. I had this for dinner, and I watched the tax collector, and one of them was good, or one of them was terrible. One of them was terrible, and I'll like give you a guess of which one. It's something to that effect, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So like, I watched tax collector, right? And you liked? Because <laughs> some of both. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, didn't. I, I fucking. I was severely disappointed in that fucking movie. Yeah, you should have. It was terrible. Because it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, you didn't leave a comment, though. Oh, but when I say something about 1984 Wonder Woman, you want to leave a comment. But when I say something about the tax collector, you don't want to leave a comment. You don't want to, like, you know, say, oh, I agree with you, Stacey, because those words hurt you. I agree with you, Stacey, is something that you won't say because even if you do agree with me, you're going to try to find a reason, like, it could be the way I said it, or it could be something that you don't agree with that you just say, okay, now I don't agree with anything you said. No, because this is why. Because instead of <laughs> living in a world full of hate, living in a living in a world full of hatred, uh, I love art. 
say this what's artful about cheetah in the movie getting two wishes and everybody else getting one what's artful about that exactly so the next question oh is... lord <laughs> why do you keep going back to that movie like i'm defending it <laughs> you keep using 1984 and bring lantern i'm just trying to make a point i'm trying to make a point i think my point i think my viewers my listeners oh, oh. Understand my point. That's all. How many how many listeners do we have? Me and you. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't mean we're not right, having so a I know, good time. I know, I know, I know what uh, I know. One of those listeners didn't agree. <laughs> Isn't what? I said I know one of those listeners is not agreeing. <laughs> it's not, not, oh, wow! You tell that listener to. Uh, <laughs> You know, keep listening. <laughs> we can't afford to lose any <laughs> listenership over some bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so what's the? You said the worst thing that. Well, I'm I'm saying that the worst thing that the DCEU can do is continue on the path that it's on, right? Other than the fact that if they continue on the path of say the movie like the Joker and the Matt Reeves Batman, like those really good directors who are making these, like who are reimagining, but also like staying true to the dark okay so let me just say this let me just before i even get into all that the reason why the joker is can satiate someone like me and someone like you is because you like the creative liberties they've taken i assume right you like that it's an original story and that it's it's deep and it's character driven like all the, the things that make it a good movie i agree with you on those but what i also love is that there is an element of the joker movie that was authentic to the all the jokers previous and you may know what i'm alluding to there's three particular scenes that make the joker very accurately joker to me okay one is the dancing okay the way he moves his little gangly little lanky body and like the way he's just completely like like giggly and just silly but also like dark that's the joker through and through every joker in in history that i've seen is always like that except jared leto's because he was he he's my favorite joker but like he the the, uh joaquin phoenix joker to me was just so like i'm the first joker like like this is like i mean it was just amazing the second thing is that they took the time to explain his laugh there's a reason why he laughs because if there's any joker he has to have a unique laugh or a powerful laugh or he has to be laughing okay and they took the time to explain why he just spontaneously laughs and why it's so creepy because he's he can't control it right that is so fucking awesome like that is just like as soon as i saw that in the movie theater with my girlfriend i was on the edge of my seat for the entirety of the movie the literal edge of my seat I felt like I was going to fall into the sticky soda that was on the ground in the movie theater. <laughs> it was so, like, I was engaged. I was completely engaged. The, actually, from the first scene where he was crying while he was putting his makeup on, I was, I was like, 
I don't know what it is about this, but I think this is going to be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> and I was not wrong. The third thing is, whenever he gets into, when he, when the guy who uh, set him up with the gun and everything came into his apartment, he was overly garish with the way he killed him. And it was so personal. It was so personal. Something he wanted to do, and he just laid there in the blood, and he was just like, that felt really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, like, that's how I can imagine the Joker killing someone. When he has to physically put his hands and kill someone, that's how I imagine the Joker doing it. Just overboard. Just slamming his head. Just oh, just, just went absolutely nuts. And then just came right back to calmness. Smothered his mother with a pillow? Like, yes. Like, it, I can't say enough about this movie. So, the reason why I'm talking about... Um, this particular movie is because if they go into that trend wouldn't they be going back into the darker DC comics that uh, everybody was afraid of with the Man of Steel when in retrospect these, uh, Man of Steel wasn't all that dark no because the darkness in Man of Steel is what is not the same right mm-hmm. like Joker you can you expect Joker to be dark but I think people not not most casual comic book fans except Superman expect Superman to be bright and to be a beacon of hope and they can't see anything else right he's a man of tomorrow he's he's he's, you know truth justice in the American way like they don't they don't understand the nuance of the character um Superman is evil Superman is not evil, but he could have been. I'm I'm not. That wasn't a question. But continue. I mean, as the big as Superman's biggest fan, I I know a villain when I see one. Superman is Superman's villain. But go ahead. I've I've written a Superman movie. Okay, I've written the synopses, and I've you've told me multiple times. Right. Um. And the reason why I say that is because every most iterations of Superman, and correct me if I'm wrong, most of them in their universe are either evil or they've completely shut down crime to where he's like a dictator. Am, am I incorrect in saying that? I mean, I know Earth 2 isn't, but there's Superboy. He's from Earth 2, right? And then there's three crime syndicate. Then there's, you know... Justice Lord, and then there's you know all these different iterations of Superman that have gone the way of dictator, correct? And and I right. even think and Man of Tomorrow reference is a evil Superman, right? So right, no, I I, I wouldn't uh, disagree. Um, I think that Superman could have easily been been evil. The reason why he wasn't was because of where he ended up, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the whole like. Um, Absolute, uh, absolute power corrupts, right? Absolute, right. But power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so Superman is a bad guy because he has absolute power. Superman is not a bad guy. Okay, I'm sorry. But he could have I, mean, I mean, now you're yelling. Um, I'm not yelling. I have a yellow meter. Very I, I have a yellow meter, so that kind of went in the red a little bit. But that's okay. Um, what I mean, because you're—I mean, it's a—it's a crazy theory, 
But more often than not, at the end of comic Superman comic books, he's either done something, you know, evil, um, and has fixed it, or he's on the path of doing something evil and decides not to. Um, like you can even look at what the last, maybe the last series we talked about, or the last series that Corey and I talked about, the Trinity Wars. Um, did you read that series? Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. But it, the Trinity Wars happened because of Superman's selfishness and his romance with Wonder Woman. And Batman's right. knowing that that's not a good idea. And Superman mm-hmm. deciding to up in the truth, justice, and American way to get what he wants and start in the Trinity War. And then my man John Constantine had to show him what Oh my god, yes! And then for, let me just, for the listeners, you've known about John Constantine and how bad this motherfucker is since I've known you, right? I didn't believe you until that. <laughs> you know, it's he, amazing. Him, him, and, him and Swamp Thing are my favorite. Oh, my, Swamp Thing is great. I love Animal Man, right? So I'm, I'm of the red, right? You yeah. can be of the green, that's cool, but Animal Man is the shit. Anyway, um... <laughs> so... What oh, I'm saying is... You, I'm did sorry, you watch that? Animal Man? No, did you watch the Swamp Thing series? I did not. No, I don't watch the TV shows. Um... The, uh, the the two shows that were or three shows that were produced for the DC Universe online thing mm-hmm. were very very good the Swamp Thing was he big Swamp Thing or was he like a man Swamp Thing oh no they he looked just like fucking Swamp Thing yes. right off the top and they did it like um, oh boy they did it like a like almost like a horror movie oh boy yeah cause it is right cause the comics yeah. are really really scary <laughs> yeah the villains are so terrifying it was, yeah, um, it was, it, they they did it. They did it really, 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 really good job. Did you see? Did you read the comic book where he fought pestilence? Yeah. Oh my god, that shit was terrifying. It was so scary. Whenever they use kids, it's just really scary. Anyway, if you um, uh, Alan Moore's run of Swamp Thing. Oh my god, I best. love Alan Moore. Dude. <laughs> anyway, um. Are you a fanboy that just accepts everything they do? No. Okay, so what was the worst... Like, what was the biggest DC no-no? Like, absolutely nothing about this is good. Or, dude, I can see the good in everything. Are you like that, or...? Justice League. Justice League was dog-awful. Complete garbage. I knew you'd say that. So, is that why you're you're endorsing the Snyder Cut so, uh, so adamant? Um... Probably, um, and because, uh, like I said before, I trust Kevin Smith. Oh, um, is there any reason to trust Kevin Smith? Is my question. Absolutely. Okay. Well, why Clerks? Clerks two. I mean, you know, Clerks was amazing. Clerks two was even better. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. No, I, I love, no, no, I love Clerks and Clerks two. Uh, don't get me wrong. I just. Can I have my um, friend back? Like, I don't know where you've gone with DC Comics, but can we be friends again? Uh, I never stopped being your friend. You're the one. No, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I've never stopped being your friend. I want you back. Right? Like You I, ran I, away. You only just now got a Facebook. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer. What can I say? 
<laughs> What's the best DC comic comic? What's the best DC comic like stint? Like, what was the best? Like, I don't even know what you call them. Gr- groupings? Series? What was the best arc? DC Comics arc. It doesn't matter who. Um, my favorite. Saying the best is weird to me because there's so much good stuff when it comes to um, the literary side of comic world. Um, I would say anything in the 90s is garbage um, because that's when they had artists writing the stories, and ugh, it was just it was bad. It was that that is what I would call the dark ages of comics. Don't get ahead of me here. <laughs> Um, my two favorites Uh, yeah unfortunately my two favorites stupid dog my two favorite um, stories or story arcs in comics are um, incidentally Batman stories okay um one of them was a standalone book. Sorry about that. That's all good. Um, and that is Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum. Okay, that's a great one. Can I have you read that. I think that represents. I think that represents the duality of Batman. One hundred percent. I was about to say. That. Yeah, that was great. Um, I like I like the little things that Grant Morrison did with the characters. Like um, them trying to rehabilitate um, Harvey Dent. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the, you know, he went from the the two sided coin to the um, deck of cards or to the the six sided die to the deck of cards. And then once he got the cards, he had he, it was too many options for him to make a decision. So he was literally just sitting there pissing himself. Mm. Like, <laughs> I I love. I loved that, and then I loved the, how it ended with uh, Batman and Joker just laughing their asses off on the outside of the asylum because they're both fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Scott Snyder's um, Court of Owls story is amazing. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. That shit is amazing. <laughs> it's really good stuff. Um, I would have to say <sighs> Justice League Forever Evil. But yeah, that's um, good. I just, I mean, it kind of flipped me. It, it made me the little monster I am now. Like, <laughs> I was like, if they don't Did do you, something like this, man, like, they're not paying have attention. You, have you read uh, Grant Morrison's A Run of JLA? No. I, I mean, I you would have to give me titles. I don't know. I've read a lot of JLA after that. I don't know. I didn't read them all in, in groupings. I read them kind of here and there after that. I'll, I'll send you some stuff. Um, but yeah, Grant Morrison's run of JLA was really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grant Morrison, anything Grant Morrison does is really good. So, um, I also like. I, I also his oh, Superman's sorry. my favorite Superman, by the way. Grant Morrison is the best Superman writer ever. I don't think there's anybody who writes Superman better than Grant. I, I know like some of his Superman work. was like was like kind of like almost looked like a fat farm boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, he's shit. I mean, I, I like the way he writes his Superman. I really do. Yeah, I, I think that he does it the best justice. Not not perfect justice for Superman. Because I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the one who wrote... 
Um, when Superman went evil, I can't even. I, I read it so long ago. It's when Superman it's fighting the government and he he goes rogue. Which, which one is that? Who who did that that stint? I can't remember the name of the the series though. Superman's uh, fighting the government, the U.S. government. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm gonna look it up. I'll look it up, and for the listeners, um, I'll be able to quote that after we. Uh... I, I like, for what it's worth, I like Frank Miller's Superman too. I think, uh, I think Frank Miller captured the douchiness of Superman really well. Frank Miller and The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good Superman. I like big, like big ass Superman. I don't know why. I do like like '90s Superman though, not the hair, but like, you know, abnormally large but regular looking, realistic looking Superman. You know what I mean? But I also yeah. like the freakish, like big wavy hair. You know, and just corn-fed Kansas boy. You know, because that makes the most sense. If he's from Kansas, he's gonna be a big motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. If he's from, he's gonna be huge. He's gonna have a little bit of a draw. He's on a damn corn farm. Right. He's, he's going to look like an offensive lineman. Absolutely. Um, or quarterback. Um, Ben Roethlisberger. So, um, the second one, if we had to do two, would be the Trinity Wars. Um, only because I love the question. I love the question so much. He is my like number three in DC Comics. You know, of course, Superman, Batman. The question. I, I love the question. I love what they did with it. Um, I think it was. I thought it was great. I thought the whole thing was great. Like you said, the Justice League Dark was great. I love the the just the whole story. I love it. I love the ending too. It was just perfect. Yeah. Um. Quick, real quick. So the Wonder Woman movie I wrote. Um. I'm gonna see how you feel about this. So, you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? Terrible. The show? No, I'm saying your Wonder Woman script. Terrible. <laughs> if I ever say Wonder Woman script and have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother, that could bring some alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I see what you're saying. Just let me finish. Mom, I know. <laughs> I know you want. You're, you're, you've been hammering for Colby Smulders to play Wonder Woman forever. She's the, she played Robin? Because she looks homely. Oh my god. I get it. But she's she's not uh, she's not unattractive by any means, right? But Wonder Woman's not homely. She's not homely. She's oh Amazon. She's a big woman. She's a not big, a fucking supermodel who takes one lick of ice cream and doesn't eat any more of the ice cream. Alright, I'm sorry, guys. That was in part one too, by the a way. Tall, beautiful woman. She's not tall. She's like five nine. Wonder Woman Amber's like 6'1". That's sexy. Wonder Woman is tall. She's an Amazon. That's what I'm saying. Gal Gadot is not tall enough. She's not even... She doesn't have enough mass. She looks skinny. She looks like she doesn't eat. It's uh, like she eats I berries do. and seeds and shit. And like, what... What's more, what's more important is that you get somebody who's physically accurate as opposed to someone who's just pretty. Because Gal Gadot is just super pretty. She has all the language stuff, all the intellect of Wonder Woman. But you need somebody who's gaudy. I want to see the chick from uh, How I Met Your Mother flip a goddamn truck. Okay? Because that would make more sense to me than Gal Gadot, who's pretty ass, flipping trucks, who can barely kick a truck with her feet. Punk ass Wonder Woman. Uh, 
I'm sorry, sorry. Bill O'Reilly. As a cisgendered <laughs> white male, I don't have the right to sit here and discuss the beauty attributes of Wonder Woman. Okay, you just said she. You just described someone as homely, so you can never ever talk about how I'm talking about Jada Jado because I'm giving her a compliment. You called this woman who is attractive homely. Okay. <laughs> So let's not, okay? Because I don't want to say anything because you said it twice. I didn't want to say anything because, you know, I do have a lot of female listeners, i.e. my girlfriend. And, I, you know, I don't want to be getting in trouble for anything. You know? you I don't know think I, mean? I said that. You said homely twice. Um, you said, huh? you said Heroni? Erroneous. Play the tape back. Facts. You said, you mean that homely play, bitch play the is back. what you said. You said... <laughs> Please, you said that you back. said that homely bitch from uh, How I Met Your Mother. I said no, you can't say that. And you said that homely bitch is what you. Please <laughs> take back. We don't have the technology. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't. We don't have rewind. We only have fast forward. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, why? Like, I, I need her to play Wonder Woman because she's played Wonder Woman before. I'm not going to sit here and sexualize this character with you, my friend. I'm not trying to sexualize it. She <laughs> is sexualized, and I'm saying to unsexualize you, you get someone who's more accurate. That's all I'm saying. And it's funny, it's funny how Gouge of Godot or whatever, she's the only olive-skinned person on Themyscira, and everybody else is like Lily White. So you need to ask yourself why everyone on Themyscira is Lily White or Black, and... Uh, uh, freaking Wonder Woman's the only olive skin person. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So, let's talk about this. None of it makes sense. It doesn't. I think my girl make makes sense. sense. My girl makes sense. My girl makes sense. Oh, so your girl doesn't make any sense because she doesn't get dirty. You don't know if uh, Colby Smolders would have got dirty either. She would have definitely gotten dirty. I don't think so. Well, you called her homely, so she's already kind of technically dirty, isn't she? Then? <laughs> <laughs> I see. We wouldn't have been able to tell. Well, if, when I get my movie made, she will be my Wonder Woman, and she will be very dirty. Okay. Um, and you will, and you will lose the studio. And I will be a part of the Me Too movement. I will get canceled. And I'm sure you'll lead the charge. But what I'm saying or you're, is, or, or you're not, or you're, or you're not gonna, or you're not gonna release it with a studio, and you're gonna self-release it and post it on YouTube. And <laughs> right, and then I'll still get canceled. Um, Wonder Woman shouldn't say the N word, is what I'm saying. Like, I can't put that in the movie. I know that. I mean, I'm not stupid. But she, <laughs> why is she tackling racial like equity? She's like, it would just wouldn't make sense. What I'm saying is, um. Why do you hate the animated series so much? What do you have against I don't hate it? What's wrong with you? I love the animated series. You, oh, I wouldn't say love, because every single time I mention oh, it, no. you make me feel like I'm a child. Batman the animated series is my, 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 my favorite thing on the planet. Um, the new adventures of Superman and Batman, I think, do it great justice. Um, the world's, the world's finest, I think it was, when they both meet for the first time, that's probably the best yeah. animated like combination of the two I've seen now. Some of the uh, Over the Edge episode in the animated series of Batman is probably the best animated cartoon 
comic book whatever ever, right? Have you ever seen that episode? Mm-hmm. Where uh, Batgirl gets... I've watched all... I... I've watched all of uh, JLA and I've watched all of Young Justice except for I couldn't make it through the, fight, the newest the season. The third season was just ridiculous. That, that was just... The second season I was like, okay, you guys are kind of losing me and then the third season just was just whack. Um, I'm talking about Batman the Animated Series um, from oh, like 92. Yeah. Um, it's an episode where Batgirl gets hit with some of the Scarecrow's gas and then it ends up being Batman versus the the Gotham City Police. You ever seen that one? Um, the name of that one is Over the Edge. I don't remember. Yeah, Over the Edge. Yeah, where yeah. she uh, falls off. Where she yeah, falls off the building. she dies, and then Gordon gets Bane to fight Batman. And it's, I mean, it's just amazing. Why can't they do a movie like that? Because uh, they don't have the right people in place. What do you mean? Because. Paul Dini was the one who was in charge of that and right. was the driving force behind all that and the creative force. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Tim. And he basically got to do whatever he wanted and he truly loved the characters, right? Right. Um, they... With, a, with a, the exception of a couple of seasons, I mean, the, uh, the stuff that they allowed CW to do because they didn't give a shit about it, um, was a lot of it was really fucking good. I mean, it got heavy-handed there at the end. What, what uh, show in particular are you talking about? Huh? What show in particular are you talking about? Um, so I truthfully did not watch... Um, I don't think I've ever actually watched an episode of um, Supergirl unless they were crossing over to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched, I watched all of Arrow, and I watched Flash up until last um, and then I, we watched Black Lightning. Um, <laughs> That's racist. I think it's just lightning. <laughs> no, it's Black Lightning. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but I think the, I think, and there was like three seasons, kind of in between the seven seasons of Arrow, that were kind of, kind of hard to watch. Mm. Really, really, really. Uh, it was really a strain to get through. Um, I mean, season two of Arrow was incredible with with Slade Wilson. Um, with Destro or Slade? With I mean, was he called Destro? Yeah, he was called Destro. I, well, the only thing I've ever seen with any of the animated shows, I mean, with the live action shows on the CW, is when um, I believe it's Green Arrow and some black dude and some other people. Huntress, I'm sure she was down there. Um, Deathstroke is waiting for him. He says, welcome home, and it just beats the hell out of all of them. Like, was that season two? <laughs> yeah. Because okay. that was amazing. <laughs> it wasn't enough to get me to watch it, but I was like, that's pretty cool, because that guy looks like Deathstroke. I mean, he... I mean they, 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 did, they did a really good job, but again, um, with Steve Guggenheim, um, Paul Dini, um, Greg Berlanti, um, we're all in charge of those um, and they paid attention to they really knew the characters right they yeah. knew what to do with the characters and the, the DC studio Warner Brothers were like whatever do whatever you want we don't give a shit um, and so it's 
subsequently they were much better than the movies were um I mean especially the crossovers I mean fuck they did Crisis on Planet Earth and it was wild it was wild to see that uh but why do you do Crisis without a Batman and a Superman and a Wonder Woman and all the rest of these Superman's in there who plays Superman uh Tyler Hoshlin oh the the uh freaking what's his name uh Dean Kane of the 2010 2020s like the the, uh, the dark skin guy because he's like Latin or something, right? Who? The guy who's playing him. He was in the movie Bigger. Um, the only thing I know Tyler Hoechlin from is Teen Wolf. Yeah, same guy. Okay, he's Superman. Huh? Doesn't make yeah. any sense at all. But <sighs> you, I, I, you would be really happy with that Superman. Why is that? Um, because he does a really fucking good job. He does a really, really good job. I don't watch Superman. Superman because of his personality. My Superman doesn't even need to talk. Okay, I need Superman to fuck some shit up. I need him to come in and yeah, save so, the day. That's what I said. Nobody's gonna watch your movies, so that's fine. <laughs> I will say this: regardless of what you just said, when I am successful, you're definitely coming with me. <laughs> you're gonna bounce, I don't, uh, you care. Might have I don't care what you say. It just Christmas. bounces off you, like bullets you, you, from Superman. Whatever you're saying. You just said that you're gonna you're gonna bring back the silent film so that you can make superhero movies. No, no, no. Them. I'm saying my Superman, my particular Superman, doesn't need to talk. And if you were paying attention to what I said last time, Superman isn't even in my first Superman movie. It's Ultraman. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like a like a, a weird version of The Office. It's just gonna be like. <laughs> we are facing each other. And Batman is Creed. Like, no. Hey, could you not? Could you not shit on my movies before they like get get popular? I mean, Jesus. You need to be impressed that your boy has so much written about these DC comics. You need to come in on me. You need to proofread them. I'm letting sure our, they're accurate. I'm letting our listener know what to expect. <laughs> it's called the it's called the, the Super Office. It is just everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody reimagining office characters as superheroes. Who's Phyllis? <laughs> who played Phyllis? Who play, I know who plays Stanley. Stanley is bad. Apparently, that's who you. Obviously. Apparently, that's who you want to be Wonder Woman. I'm sorry. What'd you say? That's who you want to be Wonder Woman, right? Someone like Phyllis. Oh, you were so. See, you just accused me of being like sexist, and you keep putting this weird image on. Like you're wonder, you're, you're under and over sexualizing Wonder Woman, and you keep blaming me for doing that. I'm not doing anything. Why can't Wonder Woman be Pan, and why can't Superman be Jim? I'm, I'm just clarifying what you. No, you're saying, saying because Phyllis is overweight and she's got the glasses and she's soft spoken that she would play a good Wonder Woman. Like I don't even, you know what I mean? I'm because just, she's homely. Is that why you picking Phyllis? Because she's homely. Is that why? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that I understand the points that you're making. You, you don't. Trying, no, well, you don't then. Um, <laughs> you don't understand the points I'm making. Um, my Wonder Woman movie is called The Fall of Man. Okay? Because this is the first time she's going into the world of man because a lot like an episode of the Justice League redone, made incredibly better, men are starting to, to die. Okay? And they think that a Themyscira is doing it. And it's going to be Artemis. 
Yeah. I got you to be quiet for a minute. I know I'm, I'm on to something whenever you get quiet. Or you didn't hear what I said. Yeah, explain who Artemis is. And... Huh? Do I have to explain who Artemis is? I can do all of that in two hours and 15 minutes. Oh. More fighting than you could ever imagine in any of these DC movies. You get to see Wonder Woman be 100% Wonder Woman. Speaking, speaking of Artemis. What's up? Artemis. Artemis, uh, Sportsmaster, and what's, what's her mom's name? Cheshire? Yeah, Cheshire, yeah. Um, they were all in... Infinite Crisis? Stargirl? Stargirl. Okay. Stargirl was so good. Like, I was... Like, not... S.T.A.R. Girl? Yeah, Stargirl. What, is Stripes in there? Like, JLA Stargirl. Huh? Star- Stars and Stripes or just Stargirl? Stargirl. Oh, that's Star- just Stargirl's whack. She needs Stars and Stripes. It's gotta be Stars and Stripes, baby. What's up? What are they doing? Well, they, uh. I mean, it's not HBO Max, but that's how I watched it. I was like, oh, fuck, I'll just I'll try this. And it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. And this is one the of the three they... that you said, uh, Swamp Thing, Stargirl, and what was the third one? Uh, no, no, those are not the DC Universe Uh-oh. movies. Uh, it was Swamp Thing, Teen Titans, and uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol? <laughs> Why would you have the Teen Titans and Doom Patrol? Why not? Because, okay, Beast Boy is a Doom Patroller, and he's a Teen Titan. I don't understand how they even make that work at the same time. Right, that's where they that's where they got Beast Boy from in Titans. So they run the what? Does he mix over back and forth, or there's no Beast Boy with the Doom Patrol, but there's a Beast Boy with the Teen Titans? There was a Beast Boy with Doom Patrol, and then when he met um, Raven, he decided that he wanted to Wait, go with. Wait, is it Cyborg? And... Cyborg isn't Doom Patrol. It's Robot Man. Never mind. My bad. No, Robot Man's there, but Cyborg is also in Doom Patrol. But he's also a Teen Titan. He, he has not become a Teen Titan yet. Uh, the very for confusing. Teen Titan, <laughs> the roster for Teen Titans is um, Starfire. Uh-huh. And she's Nightwing. black, I bet. She is. Right. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, not you. I'm talking about the people who write these things, who make these things. Um, is there yeah. is everybody on her planet black, or is she just black? Is her sister black? Black star? Is her is her sister black star black? No, I don't actually. I don't think so. Okay, so her sister's white, but she's black. I'm trying, to rem- I'm trying to remember. I don't think her sister was actually played by a black girl. So why make her black? What's the point? So that there could be an interracial Robin and black girl relationship? Are they in a relationship? Why she gotta be black? Isn't she an alien? How's aliens gonna be black? You tell me. Isn't she black in the show? She's played by a black actress, but that doesn't make her black. Is she on Earth? 
She's on Earth, right? She's an alien. But she's on Earth. On Earth. Okay, so she's, she's black. It doesn't matter. <laughs> because if you looked at somebody flying through the sky and you see her, she is red. I'm sure her hair is red, right? Her hair is red. Okay, she has red hair. She's flying through the sky. Her eyes are green. What would you say her, sc- her skin color was to all the people you were describing it to? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you go, I saw this black alien. You beautiful. Bronze-like? <laughs> a beautiful toasted amber. <laughs> Some burnt sienna type <laughs> You're killing me over here. <laughs> She's like, bronze. Her hair was red, but like, wool and... <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, definitely Lord. there's definitely some uh, pushback when you when you it looked like if you pressed her hair to push back a little bit it, like water would beat You're, up on it why, are you her, why, are you just, <laughs> why are you describing her as a like a I'm just, I'm just saying because <laughs> if you see a black chick with a weave like that flying through the sky you would say something about it that's all I'm saying Jeez. you look like she had a red weave She's not black. She's an alien. Just, you would not say alien. You'd say a black woman. A black woman was flying through the sky with a green after tail, like she farted. <laughs> Her eyes were green. She had like a like a green trail. Like I don't know what was going on. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, <clears throat> is this the DC Dark Ages right now? Are we in the DC Dark Ages? Now that you just explained um, that Starfire is is an African American uh, alien, um, also alien described. If she were from Africa in in America, she'd be an alien too. So let's let's be oh, clear. Oh lord, um, <laughs> there's a ton of black aliens. Like like aliens don't have skin colors apparently. Um, My aliens are gray, man. Yeah. <laughs> All your aliens are gray. Oh yeah. Yeah. With little mouths and big ol' eyes. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? <laughs> that was from a movie, wasn't it? Um Is it the Dark Ages right now? Pretty soon. No, I told you that was in the nineties. No, I don't think it was the Dark Ages. I think it was a Renaissance. I'm not the Dark Ages. I'm talking about the the plague. The plague that is Zack Snyder. No. You don't think he's the plague? You don't think that he's been infecting DC Comics for since Watchmen? Not because of Watchmen, but since Watchmen. No, because how how can you view it as the Dark Ages when mm. when these when these properties are actually being made? You can hate them. You're talking and that's about fine. you're talking about movies. You're talking about movies and you're talking about money. Okay, I'm talking about critical acclaim. Nobody likes Batman versus Superman except you. You're the only That's one. That's not true. You're the only one that says this is a good film. You're the only no, one. I'm not the only one. You're the only person. Not the only person. You're the only person. I'm, I'm telling you. Who else do you know? <laughs> who? I mean, who else? I, I talked to a guy. His name is Kyle Cunha, okay? 
His name is he, what? Kyle Cunha. He worked at Clyde's. Not the one we met at, but the one I managed at. And he watches all this bullshit. Okay? He watches all these movies. And whenever he watches one, he calls me and he says, I just watch Birds of Prey. Okay? And he explains the plot to me. So if it seems like I watch these movies, it's because Kyle does a very good job of explaining what is right in these movies and what is wrong in these movies. And then after he explains it to me, I clarify, do you mean that they meant this or do you mean that they meant that? And you're telling me that Birds of Prey is one of the three good movies in DC Comics when they messed up Saz, okay? They messed up Black Mask. Or was it Joe Frost? John Frost? Joe Frost. And How did they mess up Black Mask? Because he's Ian McGregor. That makes that okay. Well, that makes that that argument is, makes no sense whatsoever. It makes every sense. It makes no sense. Every Ewan single McGregor's sense. Awesome. Ewan McGregor is gorgeous. He's he's amazing. He's a great actor too. I'm talking about Black Mask, and I'll get to that in a second. Why Ewan McGregor can't be Black Mask? Because a he His told me that awesome. Stop. You. He told me that no, Black he, Mask was a feminine. Black Mask was, was awesome. He was a fuck. That movie. Black Mask huh? is the dirtiest motherfucker in Gotham. What, what is he doing being a beautiful, foppish, uh, flamboyant, like, dude? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, and what do they only have Saz only having one scar on his face or something like that? Do you he not said know he didn't his backstory have... at all? Excuse me? Do you not know Roman Sionis' backstory at all? Don't, don't drop real names like I didn't know that, too. First off, and second of all, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know his backstory that well, but every iteration I've seen since, he's a hard motherfucker. He's a he's a gangster, right? He was a pretty boy gangster because his family had a bunch of money because they owned a cosmetics company. That's why he had That's why you getting this from Birds of Prey. That's why the mask was That's why the mask was melted to his face. Are you getting this from Birds of Prey, or are you are you talking about no, some that's DC his stuff backstory. right now? That's his backstory. Okay. Well, the backstory I have is different. Well, your backstory's wrong. And there are more than one backstory to different characters. No, there's the original backstory, and that's it. Oh, <laughs> oh so Mr. Oh, oh, okay, so we want to stick to original backstories. And nobody can take any creative licenses ever, okay? So all the things we talked about... We just go ahead and just erase that because Stephen now believes that you got to stick to the original backstory and nobody can change anything. Because then that would make that would make everything. We, hold on, let me just make sure. Let me just move a couple papers here. Yeah, everything we talked about bullshit. <laughs> and you just got on this how, call so that you could uh, try to make me jump out of my second who, story with them. Whose backstory was incorrect? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? What was the question? Whose backstory was incorrect? Uh, I'm not saying that yours is incorrect. I'm just saying that there may be uh-huh. other backstories to the black man. Mm, no. Okay. Um, let me just. Yeah, I'll. I'll hold on. Well, I think it was Detective Comics '85 that he appeared in. Oh, you. We already established that you are looking up shit on your phone. Okay. <laughs> You have a calculator at the math, math test. Nobody else has a calculator. I, my computer's not even on right now. And I'm just, everything I said has been either a lie or from the top of my head. 
<laughs> and you gotta give me some credit. Just nonsense, just spewing <laughs> out on on onto the listener that we have, <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> anyway, when am I coming to visit? <laughs> when do you want to come to visit? I've seen the grandbaby. When are we gonna? When are we coming to visit? You can come to Chicago anytime you want. We definitely can put you up. I've been trying to talk to talk Aaron to move in Chicago for a long time. Oh man, you you have to. It's great up here. I mean, are you still in the culinary world? Uh, kind of, sort of. Okay. Are right. you said you work Monday through Friday, right? Yeah. Mm. I'm the uh, of the I am uh, the director of operations of this uh, uh, kind of a virtual kitchen, ghost kitchen startup. All right. <clears throat> Doing pretty well so far. That's awesome, man. That's great. Well, you definitely got all the talent in the world, and I just miss you, man. I just uh, I don't have many friends. I only have one uh, that I make regular contact with, and you know, you are definitely a really important person in my life. You and your family, and you guys kind of accepted me as your de facto chocolate uncle, chocolate grandpa, and uh, that means a lot. That means a lot. I tried. I tried to do. I tried to. Uh jog my daughter's memory about that <laughs> yesterday because I, I was uh, I was I was telling her that we were gonna do this and uh, I was like I was like you used to call him chocolate grandpa and she She's looked like, at me what? like Paul she was like I you cannot say that <laughs> did you tell her that she tried to bite me because she thought I was chocolate and I, I, I the best part of that 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 whole situation was was that <laughs> she was looking at you and she was thinking <laughs> right she was like, I, like you know what no she was probably thought of it before she's like you know what I'm close enough and I'm sick of it I'm, I'm close enough you now and I'm sick of the question I'm sick of just having these these thoughts let me just see this guy's man <laughs> yeah, she, was, she was she was thinking it and she was looking at you and she was seeing you talk Surely this isn't a thing. Alright, let me just figure it out. Because, I mean, he would have melted by now. It's hot. He would have melted by now. I just need to figure out if this guy's chocolate. And then then she tried, and she was like, well, shit, that didn't work. (laughs) Well, can I get some actual chocolate? Because this guy's a false advertisement. This guy's not (laughs) who he says he is. Chocolate Grandpa. He's just grandpa because he's not chocolate. Um, no, she's so cute. We've been through a lot, me and Addie. <laughs> We've been through a lot. She's my girl. Um, well, I'm going to let you get back to your life, man. Thank you so much for talking to me today. I can't even express in words how much of a good time I've had. Um, I would love to do this again. <laughs> I will, I will, I will set time aside to do this whenever you want me to, my friend. Oh my God! All right, that just opened up uh, my whole life. So I really appreciate. We can, you. we can, we can, we can fight about all kinds of things. We can yeah, fight I about. Mean, uh, if you want to go at politics, man, I know it's like church and politics you're not supposed to do, but you keep calling me on the right, and you know I, I got to defend myself, and I think I just need a whole episode to do that. Because um, I've been trying to defend myself too. My listenership, right? <laughs> I keep saying, I keep saying some stuff that is just really right, and you know what I mean. I just gotta clarify a couple things. Um, 
But well, I, will... I mean, when you when you when you when you bring someone on your show to talk about to talk about a certain subject, you know, this 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 time being comics, mm-hmm. and you and you phrase questions like, "Tell me why Alan Scott is gay and how that is bad, and how it destroyed the fabric of society." <laughs> I didn't for, for the listeners. I didn't say anything like that. Alan Scott is probably like the third best uh, Lantern. Okay, so I have nothing. I, what he does with his ring and his all time is none of my business. Okay, tell me, <laughs> tell me how Warner Brothers has systematically raped Batman <laughs> and why he why he can't be a black man. Batman can't be black. I, I get. I, that is an actual question I might have said. Something might be a comment that I've actually made. Um, Batman can't be black. Warner Brothers needs to give me, and I hope Steven would come along, if they handed me all of the DC Comics cinematic universe, I would hope you'd come along and help me instead of just, you know, always thinking that, you know, everything's just all good with the movies as long as they have the suits on and as long as it's, a lo- as long as it's loud and I can't really distinguish... Um, night and day in the movies, it's all good. <laughs> as long as it's dark and they got the suits on, like that's all Stephen cares about. <sighs> so, then, so, so, so then, so then, what you're saying is, is that we need to watch the Snyder cut, and then we need to, we need to reconvene and argue about it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, I am looking forward to it already. <laughs> Because I feel like like I've gotten a really good idea of how you've changed, and I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying that you know it's just a really far cry from who you were when I first met you. So that's interesting. <laughs> no, I just uh, at, a, at a certain point I just decided that uh... that movies don't matter, and it's just money, 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 baby, money. <laughs> Rolling in it. As long as it's making money, it's good. That. I was gonna be thankful that these movies are even being made, and they're making money, right? Right? I don't care. Hand over I don't fist, care fist over hand. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, money, money, money. Yeah, she's Why got a gold suit on. Up? She's got a gold suit on. She only wears for like three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> money, money, money. You brought you brought Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, up so many times because you love. That you that 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 our listener would be led to believe that that I was paying attention how bad it was. It should that it that it won best actress. It won best supporting actress. <laughs> it won best screenplay. It made three billion dollars at the box office. How much did how much did it make? Uh, mathematician. Um, I think it only made like a hundred one thousand, but I mean it's COVID. They didn't really. They did a simultaneous release with HBO Max and movie theaters. Remember? No, I know, I know. But they were correlating the viewership from HBO Max to actual ticket sales and how much it would have made projected if it were released in movie theaters. I thought you. Yeah, but on on the on the on the on the the movie gross websites, they don't. They only track. They only track the actual like money. Like Mm -hmm. the studio tracked it that way. I don't know what I don't know what their figure is, but I could only track dollars on my end. So, just in general, um, what movie are you looking forward to coming out? Let's get the let's get the comic ones out. Like, what other ones are you into? Kong and Godzilla. Um, the well, I think right now the 
coincidentally the uh, movie I'm probably the most excited for mm. uh, outside of what's coming on the 18th of this month is what's coming next month also on HBO Max and that is Mortal Kombat oh yeah I saw that Sub-Zero I was like yeah I like that I saw the Melina that was like that's she was always my favorite I yeah, like that she licked it she had little faces all messed up it was really sick I was like, yeah, somebody's probably going to get some justice done with these uh, Mortal Kombat movies. Though, the Mortal Kombat movie, the original, the ones that we saw, the one that I saw when I was a kid, was the biggest movie event of my life at the time. <laughs> Both of them. I mean, I'm not going to lie, that, that, that first Mortal Kombat movie, not, not Annihilation, but the first Mortal Kombat movie, I still enjoy. That's a damn shame, Steve. <laughs> Like I said, it's not a good movie. It's like you saying we still watch the um, the Teletubbies. Like, don't stop. Come on, man. You can do better than that. Like, there were better movies that have come out since that you could watch if you're hankering for some, um, you know, uh, Absolutely, weird but sometimes you just movies. Want, sometimes you just want a popcorn movie. <sighs> See, I'm going to leave on that note. I, uh, I love you, man. I'll talk to you soon. I... Um, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go to sleep. Uh, well, let me answer the question I asked you. How do I sleep at night? Like a baby, because once you hate on so many things, nothing can touch you. <laughs> you just, you just go on the blanket and you just are like, I'm not gonna enjoy anything ever again. So I can take solace in that and sleep like a baby. Um, I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. All right, buddy. All right, man. Thank you. So, yeah. Well, well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm just, I'm in a place, I'm in a place where I just, I, I don't want it to end. So Stephen and I agreed that we will make this a regular occurrence. So tune in to Full Stop to hear more interviews with Stephen and myself. Um, also check out karmacomics.org to schedule an idea consultation and to manifest your legacy. Um, also check out Twin Scales, um, which is also on Anchor. Um, it's with myself and my lovely partner, uh, Paper Anchor. And also check out my new YouTube channel, uh, Karma Comics and Karma Karaoke. Uh, submit your videos and become a rock star. Uh, with that being said, thanks for tuning in to Full Stop.